Welcome to the first episode of the Hugh Knows Best Pod. Um, this has been a long time in the making. Um, a lot of my friends, sarcastically or not, have told me that I need my own show because I have a lot of opinions. But I wanted to make sure that this was something authentic to me, uh, something that was valuable to people that look like me, uh, young black professionals, people from um, you know underprivileged neighborhoods, but people that are trying to take that next step. So. Um, the basic premise of this is like making sure that I'm giving out free game, but also talking about real life stuff. Like, I don't want this to be boring. I'm not going to talk down on no group of people. This is not an alpha male podcast. This is not one of those podcasts at all. Um, but this will be something where black people can learn some information that's going to help them level up. Um, I plan on having some of these people on here, special guests talking about their businesses and how they came uh, to where they are now. But um, yeah, so we're gonna get into it. Um, so a little bit about me, Hubert Smith. I went to Howard University, HU. You know, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, you fired. Um, I got you in my ears. But um, so you know, you know, I you know going to Howard was about you know learning what was hindering my people and how I can help better my people. Um, but also, you know, I work in tech and I've had a lot of experience working in different industries, talking to different types of customers, and I've learned a lot of game from them about how they made millions, how they made billions, uh, how they leveled up. And so, uh, the plan is to share some, you know, hacks that I've learned over time. Uh, and then we'll talk about, um, you know, <laughs> what it is to be a young, young professional, a young black person relatively, because some might call me old. Um, dating in new cities, navigating life, whatever that may be. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about music. So anybody that knows me knows that I, I, I grew up in a family uh, full of music. I used to sing, my dad was a singer. Um, and so, you know, I, I think I'm a little bit, I got a little bit of, you know, pulse on music. So we'll be talking about some music every episode. Uh, but let's get into it. Um, first, uh, first things first, um, so I work at LinkedIn, um, and today I want to kind of share how do you make yourself more appealing to recruiters on our platform. Um, a lot, I think a lot of people overlook some very simple steps, but because when I came into LinkedIn, I was selling to our staffing clients who go and recruit on behalf of companies, I learned a lot about what they're looking for, how they use our platform, and what the pitfalls are when you want to get recruited. And so, um, first thing I wanted to uh, kind of share was, you know, some hacks I have here. Uh, so, first things first, you want to make sure your profile is thoroughly completed. Um, when you're setting up a profile, it kind of suggests certain things that you should be doing, but you for sure want a professional picture. It doesn't have to be stuffy, it doesn't have to be suit and tie, but you want to have some type of professional picture on there. Uh, you want to make sure that you ha highlight all of your skills. Any certifications that you have, any skills that you've had, um, you want to make sure all of those are on there because we have the platform recruiter that allows recruiters to kind of specify specific skills that, they, skills that they're looking for, um, and they can Boolean search that or filter down to specific skills. If you don't know what a Boolean search is, is basically if I say, I want this in the search or I don't want this in the search, I can do the same thing 
do it at the same time and filter out people that way. Um, you want to make sure your headline is filled out. Um, a headline is basically your elevator pitch. You want to have your buzzwords in there like I sell in SaaS. So I want to make, I always put SaaS in my headline. Um, and then you always want to have endorsements from managers, directors, VPs that uh, are mentoring you or that have worked with you so that, you know, people will know to look, look at this person that you're somebody that's relevant. I have a question. What's up? I thought you said it was Chicago We will get there, ma'am. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I told you. I did say I'm just trying to make a little engagement. We're going to get there. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, second thing, you want to make sure your profile says open to work. Whether you're open to work or not, whether you're looking for a job or not, most recruiters are looking for passive candidates because they are high-level workers that are performing well. If you're an active candidate doing job application, that generally means you're disgruntled or you're not doing well or you're probably about to get fired. There are certain cases where that's not true, but generally recruiters are looking for passive candidates. Do not copy and paste your resume in your profile. Um, you want to highlight whatever role you want to be in, whatever skills you, whatever role you're in now, whatever task you're doing now, you want to make sure that you highlight those. Um, make sure that that's something that someone can see that you do already in your role if you're looking to get looked at. Always update your profile when you have a role change or a title change. Whether you're getting a lateral bump or a vertical bump or they just change the name of your title, here's a little pro tip. A lot of times, uh, recruiters, hit me, recruiters hit me up and say, Hubert, we, look, we thought you were an ideal candidate because You've been a stable employee at this company for X amount of years, and you've been promoted multiple times. There were some times where I wasn't promoted, my title just changed. Um, but it looks better in the eyes of a recruiter. Another thing, connect with employees. Always make sure you're connected with employees um, that are at companies that you want to work at. Uh, build a genuine you know, connection with them. Let them know why you're, you're sending a connection request so that they'll you know, know and be able to like you know, refer you to recruiters when roles come open. Also connect with the directors and VPs and hiring managers so you know who those people are when those roles come open. And the last thing I'll say is make sure you buy LinkedIn Premium. Yes, it's a cost, but it's an investment in yourself. Why are you buying LinkedIn Premium? LinkedIn Premium will allow you to uh, get LinkedIn Learning, which will allow you to increase your skills uh, and certifications. I just finished my MBA. Everybody doesn't have time to go back to school. But there are going to be certain certifications and skills that you need to get a role. You can get that on LinkedIn Learning, and you'll have a badge or a certificate on, the, on your profile saying that you've done that. So those are some quick, quick tips about how to make your profile make you a better candidate when you're uh, being searched on LinkedIn. All right, now for Angel. You're going to get into dating in the new city. So this is going to be a series. So. So I've lived in multiple cities. Um, I'm now in Chicago. I'm in Chicago now. I've uh, lived in the Bay, lived in DC. <laughs> lived in DC, lived in Atlanta. Um, and the- Did I live in Cali? I said Cali. I lived in Dago too. You know, that was a culture shock, especially leaving DC. But um, 
because there are not a lot of black people. <laughs> no, in San Diego. Not at all. And so, and so, you know, uh, the general the general census is dating is trash. I always hear dating is trash. I've been hearing there's piss in the dating pool now. Um, but from my but from my opinion, based on what I see, because I've seen people get married in all these cities and have successful relationships in all these cities, you might be the problem. <laughs> so, um, so. Who might be the problem? The people complaining about the dating. <laughs> so. Are you complaining? No. <laughs> Got you. All right. So. I'm going to share a little bit of my do's and don'ts in the city, and then I'm going to ask the room what they do's and do, don'ts are, what their experiences are dating in Chicago, because, you know, we got, some, we got some residents here, we got some transplants here, we got some married people here, some single people here, um, you know. <laughs> we got some residents. <laughs> we got some residents. <laughs> uh, we got some natives. <laughs> but, so my do's are download dating apps. I know dating apps are taboo for some people. It just increases your pool. If you're if you're a homebody, if you are somebody that is introverted, dating naps is your, gonna be your because ain't no man finna crawl up in your window and propose are you to you. I am I am on dating naps, but I'm an extrovert, so <laughs> I use both. You know, I go outside. I also use dating naps. Um, but yeah, um, it allows you to find the people that you want to connect with quicker because um, some of y'all. Just ain't good at having a conversation in person. And that's that's just is what it is. Um, I wanna I would say join meetup and group me groups because you'll find out what activities are going on. So you can if you are extroverted, you can go out and connect with people. Um, here's a more of a holistic thing. Be honest about your intentions. I think a lot of people lie <laughs> about what they want and who they and who they are. And in my experience, if you tell the truth about what you want and what you own, you get more bees with honey than, what is it, vinegar or whatever the hell that's saying. Yeah, so, yeah, being honest about your intentions. Um, my don'ts. Uh, don't make your mind up about dating in a particular area until you've given it a chance. Um, a lot of times, like especially when I lived in the Bay, people were like, oh, the Bay sucks uh, for dating. And I'd be like, well, you don't never go outside, and I ain't never seen you. It's black people. It's more black people, but it's the weird black people. It's a different. It's It's like Oakland's cool, but in, in the Bay there are a lot of uh, the black people that were in the engineering program, the people that went outside at Howard, that not cool. No. No. Nah. I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is more of a like a. This is like an influence of where I'm from. Don't be inviting people to your house that you don't know, men and women. Uh, men, you gonna get robbed. Y'all gotta stop that. Y'all, especially if you're on these day naps. Don't don't be inviting people to your house that you don't know. That is yeah, but how did you know from, don't invite someone to your house so you go get 
No, you can get robbed in any city inviting people to your house. Um, and I wasn't talking about specific Chicago. Nah, because I got guns. Oh, he never told me about guns. All right. Uh, last, the last thing I'll say is don't be boring. Um, what, I, what I've learned over time is that a lot of people have the personality of cardboard. Uh, they don't know how to have a conversation. They don't think outside the box. We got a couple of little in the dialogue. Hey, look. Look, but also when I say when I say don't be boring, don't do the same thing all the time. Like, don't always go out to dinner for dates. Uh, I have I have so many saved like posts on Instagram from th different things to do in Atlanta, Chicago, any city that I've lived in. It don't take that much men to think outside the box on dating women. Women also, y'all can give some opinions, you know, about what you would like to do. Um, and so, you know, those are my, my do's and don'ts. Now, for the crowd that has been having so many opinions. Danielle, why don't you come over here, Danielle? Oh, absolutely not. Danielle, you have so many opinions. You got somebody's talking to you. got a question. So I got a question. So, how do you overcome a cardboard personality? Um, it's subjective. Somebody might think you're boring, that, and other people might not. But, you know, go do some art, like, explore the art scene. Um, you know, listen to some podcasts, have something interesting to talk about. Um, listen to my podcast. Yeah, listen to my podcast. I probably, I'm probably going to give you something funny to say, or, like, um, or, you know, ask the person what's important to them so you can talk about that um, and dig into that. You know, something that I learned in sales actually made me a better dater. Just ask open-ended questions. It makes you way more, you know, appealing, right? Because you can learn some things um, and you don't have to actually show your personality because they're talking. They're doing it all the time. So that's how I would say overcoming the uh, cardboard. Angel, did you have some uh, opinions about dating in the city? You from here? How's dating in Chicago? Before you change, though, for people who may struggle with conversation, it helps to Google prompts. Like if you don't know what to have a conversation. Okay, Alexis. About, just look up different things on Google. Like, okay, what questions can I ask? And if you struggle with being creative, there's so many resources. You can go on TikTok. You can go on Instagram. On Google. There are posts on Instagram also that ask, give you questions to ask people you're trying to get to know. Yeah, for sure. Leah, you got anything you want to add? No. The, the, the group over here. Yeah. Hollis, no. Yeah. I know everybody knows somebody that's, what you doing? What you doing now? 
to the Beyonce fans. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah, Breezy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm transitioning to the vibe so we can wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, my vibe right now. It's Chris Brown. Actually, it's... it's <laughs> I'm a dancing ass nigga, but that ain't, that ain't the vibe right now.
SoundCloud uh, today. If you didn't, if you missed it, uh, say bye, fam. Bye. bye.